Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. It is great to be back. I have been gone for the whole summer, and I really just needed to take a break, reevaluate, and and work through some things. I think a lot of us are in that space, so I want to talk to you today literally just about that. Fear is just overtaking our world right now. And I don't care if you've taken the experimental flu shot or if you haven't. This isn't about that. It is about no matter what you're doing in your life, not allowing fear, which is a very, very low vibration to run your life. Now, I don't live in a lot of fear. Some people say I do. Like, for instance, if someone gets the new um, COVID shot, I stay away from them and socially distance for a couple of weeks. Why? Because I just don't know, and neither do you. So I have a really tough time with people that have no medical degree putting things on Facebook saying, this is safe and that is safe and this is true. It's like, uh, unless you're the one that designed these medical interventions, you really don't know that. And then the fighting begins. So first off, let me tell you, I have closed my Facebook account. And I'm not sure I'm going to reopen it. But that also means that the living well with Shell and high functioning habits, coulda, woulda, shoulda, that are associated with this podcast will also be closed. I might assign them to my husband's account, but honestly, where I have an issue is supporting censorship. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a hard thing to let go of Facebook. In the four days since I closed it down, I haven't permanently deleted it yet. I've just suspended it. I have gone to post things three or four times in support of businesses that I love. Now, for instance, I'm in Penticton, Canada right now, which is wine country for us on the West Coast. And I went into two new wineries this past couple days and I immediately wanted to promote one of them Black Dog Winery just a cute little place a little off the beaten track and very price point fabulous for for a white wine and a sparkling white that I thought was just fun I bought a few bottles but I realized I had no place to post it so I took the picture and went you know what I still have my Instagram account and don't get me wrong I know that's tied into Facebook and that may seem hypocritical But I really have found in life, especially since I grew up very black and white with a lot of, uh, I've talked about this many times, my Christian upbringing and how I have released a lot of that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, narrow-mindedness and stayed open to the energies around me, that I don't tend to get in my soapbox of black and white as often as I did when I was younger. I tend to sit back and evaluate. Now, one of my current evaluations in the world that we're living in is that I'm not about to get an experimental uh, uh, flu shot. I don't call it a vaccine because it's not. Um, 
a vaccine has live virus in it and prevents an illness. These COVID shots simply lessen symptoms. CDC is very clear on that. That's on lots of government websites. I just find it a little odd that none of that's gone on the news and there's a lot of not informed consent going on out there. When I talk to people, there's just there's a few facts that are accepted by both sides and the average person d- doesn't even realize that. They don't realize it's not a vaccine. They don't realize there are side effects and they don't realize that it is not approved. It is simply an emergency order approval. That's not the same because it hasn't gone through test trials. Okay, that's fine. You know it. You don't know it. You do it anyways. You don't do it. That is all very personal choice. But informed consent is actually really rather important in the world as far as the Nuremberg Code and things like that. And I have people that have taken this shot. A lot of them are people that get the flu shot every year. I do not. I also believe I had COVID actually uh, before it all hit the news because I was on a cruise ship in December of the year it broke out. It had people from all over the world on that ship. I did not get ill on the plane. I got ill on the ship, thought I had bronchitis. No one knew what it was, but I was so sick and I couldn't breathe. In the end, they had to give me shots of, uh, to open up my bronchial tubes and got me an inhaler just in case they gave me a shot of antibiotics. Um, And I felt a lot better, actually, once I had steroid. I think that's what it was they gave me as well. All good. Whether I have or haven't, I think it would be wise to perhaps have a titer test to see if I have the COVID antibodies before I put something new untried in my body. Now, the other side to that is I have a husband that if he doesn't get the shot, he's getting fired from work. And he's had to seriously take a look at his stance on things as to whether he was willing to leave a job he's been in for 37 years, you know, give up his medical, knowing he's got a, you know, me, a sick wife with acute fibromyalgia and some arthritis and degenerative disorders in my spine and neck. It's a big decision for him. It's easy to sit on a soapbox and be an armchair warrior. I've really taken the attitude now that What you decide to do with your life and your health, it's your business. I will not tolerate being bullied. And I feel that's what work's doing to my husband. So my only issue with that is just the the bullying of it all. You know, do, do this, take something untried or get fired. Uh, Now that COVID has pretty much ran its course and we're on to variants now because the flu is never going away, folks. Wouldn't it make more common sense to just wait a year and see how things play out? That's just me. I tend to be a little more cautious, especially with my health. But I could be wrong. The trick here is not buying into the hate and fear narrative. What you do about specifics in your life and your health are absolutely your choice. And I respect you for them. I do not respect people, and this is why I closed down my Facebook page, and even I was one of them last year, uh, posting things about, you know, can you not see what's going on here? Follow the money, follow the tyranny in Canada, follow the road to communism. I 
I have an, an issue with our, our rights being taken away and this us and them mentality that they're creating again. History just doesn't seem to be teaching us this lesson. And what really is scaring me is that there is fear on both sides. Whether you are scared of COVID and will do anything the government tells you, or whether you are completely anti-vaxxer, but still living in fear of everything else, neither of those positions are healthy. Because fear is a really, really low vibration. So I'm wine tasting yesterday. They were lovely, very common sense people. They handled the whole COVID mess with social distancing, used the masks when they were where they were absolutely necessary, um, but didn't force a lot of it, to be quite honest. And I was, I was rather impressed. However, she made the comment at the end when I was forming an opinion that said, but every, all of us are now double vaxxed. I said nothing. Why would I say anything? Six months ago, yes, I might have had an argument about that. I might have started spouting facts or potential facts or are they even facts? But you know what? One of the things I've learned this summer by taking this time off and wondering where do I want to go with things? Do I shut my podcast down? Am I helping anybody? Was learning grace myself to say, that's great and not volunteer information. If my husband has to get this shot to keep his job, his first request of me was, please don't tell anybody. My private medical information is my private medical information. He's absolutely right. And we have let that common courtesy go right out the door with hatred and fear. So that's why the fear is the problem. I love to research and I realize that's not everybody's favorite thing on the planet. Someone that lives in my home decided to get the shot and although they say there is no live virus in the COVID shots, that means the viral shedding shouldn't be an issue. And actually it was for me until I did a little bit more research. But for me, it doesn't change the fact that I've seen a lot of side effects. I've had friends whose one spouse has got it and the other one hasn't and they both got sick or one of them started bleeding. Um, There are a lot of side effects going on that have touched my life in ways that the actual disease has not touched my life. Although a family that I know quite well, uh, they all got it. They all lived together and the kids, everyone got it. And they recovered from it better than they recovered from most colds. And they've now got antibodies. So they would never take an experimental vaccine as their attitude because they already have the antibodies. And it's funny because six months ago, that was actually supported by the CDC. And now it's not. People with severe compromised immune systems like myself were told, do not get this experimental flu shot. But now we're being told to get it. You see... It's really hard out there. What, what do you believe? Well, what I can encourage you with right now is get in touch with your higher self. That might require some new book reading. It might require some meditation practice. But tapping into your higher self, which is not ran by your ego and your emotions, is a wonderful tool. I've gotten very adept at it. In fact, I've gotten good enough at it that my husband trusts it now as well. So although there might not be any chance of viral shedding because someone in my home, I have renters in my house, don't forget, kids that live with me, has taken this shot, 
my higher self still said, stay in our secondary home for another week. I was packing up to go home today and I went, you know what? Okay. I don't have to have the answer. I do not have to have the why, the who, the what, the where. When you are getting in tune with your higher self, you start developing a trust in things that are for your better good. So how this works is, it is practice is something I did for almost two months with stupid things like, what am I eating for breakfast? What am I wearing today? Should I take an umbrella outside with me? Nothing important until I learned very clear that my body was giving me very, very strong signals. And I'm very fortunate in the fact that my yes and no are very physical manifestations of, of my torso. I know that's not the case for everybody. So I practiced and practiced. I don't know why my higher self said stay away from a freshly injected person. There's a lot of sites out there that are saying how my higher self answered is accurate. But do we really know? I don't. I don't know. All that matters in life is your take on it. So when I ask my higher self, is it in my best and highest interest to do A? That's how you phrase it. I ask my higher self, higher self, you must do these things without the influence of drugs and alcohol. When you're rested and not emotional and have practiced for 30 to 60 days, so you know that you have good, strong reactions. Some people get an itchy ear, an itchy toe. They smell something. Um, one of their hands will itch. The other, mine, it's my chest and my lower stomach. So my chest gets, gets this huge, <gasps> feeling of overwhelmingness and when the answer is no my lower stomach almost feels like I've been kind of kicked in the gut a little bit or I've eaten something and I feel a bit sick so my, my signals are very distinct and I'm getting to the point now where it's like you know what how would I just rely on me because no matter how many websites I go to how many doctors I listen to about the current situation none of them agree what I do know is that there's something wrong going on out there. Every empathic sensory in my body says something's not right in the world. There's too much tyranny, too much mandate, too many things that are getting in the way of our human rights and our sovereign, our sovereign autonomy. I'm watching the wrong people get, getting rich in this whole mess. I'm watching the middle class be wiped out of my country. I live in a country of under 40 million people and we're a trillion dollars, dollars in debt. Those things don't seem right for me. They don't sit right for me. And one of the reasons I closed down Facebook was I love Facebook. I have for years. I love the fact that I can plan events on it, see what my nieces and family and nephews are up to. I love that human connection. I don't like all the COVID and the calling out, the name calling in. I was even one of them. I was using Facebook to inform. You know, look up this article. Please make sure you know what's going on. Please understand how the PCR test works. Please understand there were risks. Please understand that you shouldn't not be allowed to live sovereignly and have your human rights and your medical uh, decisions taken away from you. We have fought for a hundred years to ensure that women have rights and children don't, aren't child laboring and that it's a woman's body if she wants an abortion, which I completely disagree with, but that is just simply my opinion. 
doesn't have to be yours. And we've carried on in society. One thing COVID has really shown us is that there's a lot wrong in our world. We are not as enlightened and as um, aware as we'd like to think. In fact, it almost seems like we've gotten a bit uh, apathetic. Is that the right word? You know, my grandparents and great-grandparents fought in wars to give me the freedoms that I have in this country today. And I think we've lost that uh, recognition and appreciation. We take it for granted. That's not a good thing. I was taught very young that a middle class is something, it's not natural, by the way. Middle class is not natural. So if you are a middle class person, please understand that that is not how true economics work. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Why? Because the rich control the money, the resources, the land. The middle class has to be created via opportunity, fair legislation, being able to borrow money and create a business, hire people. That doesn't necessarily happen naturally. Survival of the fittest in the animal kingdom is really a lot like how we've lived with feudalism and, and uh, monarchy for hundreds and thousands of years. You know, in, I, I love reading romantic period pieces and it always, they're always cute and, and whatever when you think that, okay, this is all great. She found some guy to love her, but that isn't what marriage was like in England 300 years ago. They were alliances and a woman had no rights. She was basically chattel property of her husband, first her father, then her husband. How does a human being become property? It's no different than slavery. It's wrong on every level it's wrong all lives matter these are the things i want you thinking about during this global upset find your truth and hang t tough to it and i don't mean finding truth about being on a soapbox and thinking that you're going to preach to the world been there done that it accomplishes very little but creating anger division and more fear However, if you can make it your mission and your goal in life, it doesn't happen overnight, so do not beat yourself up, and we're not looking for perfection. If you can work at tying yourself into your higher self, into your own spiritual and energetic field, how you as a person relate to the world around you, that is a win. That is a high-functioning habit, and that is something that can bring you peace. Now, I have friends that are very, very scared about what's going on in the world today. And that hurts my heart because I actually worry, but I have no fear. Why? Because that's not an energetic um, field I want to live in. I know how low that vibration is and how easily it would be for my spirit to be tricked and to be sick and to be unhappy depression will set in if I don't keep my vibration high with hope and courage and having grace for people that disagree with me just as I hope they have grace for me disagreeing with them now I know I did a couple podcasts in the late spring early summer before I took my two-month hiatus here that 
raised some hackles and got some people upset. I lost some viewers or some listeners and then I gained another whole different round of, of people. I'm okay with that. I don't, you know, I don't even have 500 um, people that follow me on Instagram. I am not worried about those types of things. What I'm always striving to ensure is that I'm staying true to myself and encouraging others to do the same. So when I have friends that live in a lot of fear, my heart breaks for them because they look at me and say, how can you not be fearful? It's like, because I choose not to be. I can be worried. I can make sure that I step back and say, okay, so really, if the conspiracy theorists are accurate and this really is a global reset and takeover and population reduction and food supply is going to be, you know, affected, okay, am I, do I know someone or am I living on a place I can grow my own vegetables? Okay, so first off, okay. Do you own, do I own my home? Can my bills be paid? Okay. Have I got an exit plan? Well, I've got a little motorhome. If I have to, I can go live in the bush for a while. Um, I don't know. I, I, these are just, I'm just spitballing here, guys. It's hard to say what comes, I, I, it's sort of one of those exercises when they say, you know, I'm going to say a word and you give me the first thing that comes to your mind or you see a picture. It's the same deal. Just do some spitballing with someone or, or yourself. Get a list and say, okay, if it all went to hell in a handbasket tomorrow, what could I plan for or change in my life right now that'll ensure that I'm safe and I'm fed and my family is, is good? I don't know what that is for you. You must, might live a very different life than I do. Then you know what? You are no longer living in fear. You are living in hope. Planning for the worst case scenario is not necessarily living in fear. Because I have no problem saying, you know what? Maybe we diversify our uh, financial portfolio in case, you know, the economic world crashes. That case there's another Great Depression. Those are foresight. That doesn't mean I'm making decisions because I'm scared that I won't have access to getting new glasses or getting food for my dog or losing my home. Do you see the analogy? Do you see the, what I'm saying there? How the, there are ver- those are very different ways to approach and deal with the same type of information. So I really encourage you. I'm back. I do have a couple of interviews in my pocket that I need to get edited and get on uh, the, the syst- um, on, on the podcast because I really did just walk away. I felt very discouraged felt what's the point I very much got lost a little bit uh, in a malaise of just wondering you know why now I have other friends that that believe a little bit like I do in the fact that I chose to be here at this time in history I made my soul made a choice to come down and have this physical spirit experience at this time in history I'm very open to that you know is it true or not I don't know But there's things about it that feel comfortable to me. So the fact that I maybe don't understand the whole concept, there's enough of it that I understand that it's like, okay, I stay open to that. And the more I stay open, the more I have a different interpretation of biblical principles. Things that I'm like, oh, I bet that's what they meant. That's interesting. Versus the black and white do and don't. You know, women are subjugated and God's, you know, all wrath. No, no, and no. That is not how things are. And those belief structures 
and control of the church is what has kept mankind, I believe, from waking up and moving forward more quickly. You know, we have been at war with politics and the church for thousands of years. (laughs) How about we take a step back and say, none of those things require our energy or our efforts and stay true to ourselves. Now, one of the things that I love is there was a question when I was watching a Marine St. Germain video not just recently when someone says, well, in 5D, when you're living and making decisions in 5D versus 3D, which is the most of the world right now, we live in 3D. We live in right and wrong. We live in, uh, you know, uh, karmic payback or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, probably, I always have to laugh. I had a girlfriend tell me once, you realize when we're listening to you talk and you can't find a word, we're all yelling it into our cars when we're listening to the podcast while driving. I'm like, okay, that's great, but I can't hear you. <laughs> but maybe energetically I can. Who knows? Uh, but the word I'm looking for is lost again. But what we need to do is is accept that when you are in 5D and there is no right and wrong and there's no karma, that's the word I'm looking for, you know, that lovely karmic payback, there is no choice that's not the God choice. Now, I'm not talking about religion, okay? I am not talking about religion here. I'm talking about the belief structure that we are God ourselves. We are part of the cosmic energetic energy that brought life to this planet and we are having these experiences and we're going to ascend. That's what I'm talking about. And that in 5D, there is no choice that's not the God choice because you're always going to make a choice that doesn't hurt someone else. Now you might say, well, someone should get vaccinated because they're hurting everybody. No, that actually is not a fact. That has not been proven. Uh, And those types of things are not grace, they're judgment. You're holding on to truths that may or may not be true. It is the acceptance that it may or may not be true that is the ticket. As my other girlfriend would say, you do you (laughs) and I'll do me. Yes, that is the God choice. As long as your decisions are not hurting someone else, as in, I think I have the right to go kill my neighbor's pet. No, that is not a God choice. You may feel fine about it. I'd get some therapy for that if I were you. But that is not a God choice. That is not a choice that is for the benefit and and betterment of all mankind. That does not raise awareness, that type of way of thinking. So that was always very interesting for me in her book because I'm thinking, okay, but in 5D, I'm quite attached to karma. I admit that. You know, when I see something, I just shake my head and say, well, you know what? That's going to revisit them sometime down the road. And I walk away. Letting go of that mentality of old thought patterns, let me tell you, that has been a job and a half this summer. A job and a half. So how about we grow together and we'll see where this takes us. Because I don't want to talk about COVID and I'm not going to do a lot of it. Uh, If I bring reference to it, it's because that happens to be the crisis that we're in right now. But I also use examples from history because we've had a lot of crises in history. We've had a lot of dictators. We've had a lot of communism. We have had a lot of murderers. We have had a lot of invasions. We've had a lot of holier art I than thou. Let me change your religion because you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah, nope. No, I don't hold to that any longer. Letting go 
of those types of black and whites is actually liberating. And back to the topic of this conversation, fear. It removes fear. What I'm having a tough time right now is watching certain shows on TV. If it's just perpetuating the narrative of fear and there's nothing we can do about injustice, I won't watch it. Why would I feed that to my spirit? Because I don't fundamentally believe that. I believe that we can do better and that we will in time. Because it's already been proven that we can do better. If this was 300 years ago in England, eight-year-olds would be still working in factories. Okay? We don't allow child labor in developed countries any longer unless some kid wants a paper route in order to earn some pin money. Um, uh, allowance, change money, sorry, that's an old term. So keep an open mind. If you have never seen a chart of vibration, please look it up. It is easy enough to find vibrational charts all over the internet and you will see that fear is so far down, it's not funny. So there's no point wondering what someone is doing if, even if you think they're doing it and it's wrong, when what they're doing is bringing fear for you because all you've done is lower yourself to their vibration. So let's lift ourselves out of that vibration and move forward. And I will catch all of you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.